Welcome to the Nest and Nurture podcast. I'm your host and psychotherapist, Leisha Cash. Now let's get this therapy session started. Hello and welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a little while since I've been able to come on here because I've been dealing with some kids that just wanted to bring home some germs. So we are finally back and I am here to talk about grounding. And I've noticed that I probably needed to ground a couple times during this experience, so I thought it would be really important to share it with you. Now today's episode is all about sensory grounding. Essentially, If you're someone who struggles with staying in the present moment, or there's been times when you struggled with that, being more focused, or notice that you're actually losing chunks of time because you're in your own head, this technique might be something that is helpful to you. Now, this sensory grounding technique is actually something I have used when working with people who have experienced trauma. And whenever they mention that they've experienced flashbacks or intrusive memories, I like to integrate the sensory grounding technique that I'm going to show you today but it's not necessary to identify this experience as trauma in order to utilize sensory grounding techniques. I like to integrate it with anyone that struggles with staying present. Now, it's a little bit different than a meditation, so it's not essentially me reading these things out to you, your eyes being closed, you doing this before bedtime. This is actually something we wanna utilize when we need to be in the here and now and quickly. So for instance, if you're experiencing anxiety and you notice that your thoughts may be out of control or your body may be out of control and you need an instant coping strategy, this grounding technique might work for you. So why is this technique utilized in flashbacks and intrusive memories? Usually sensory grounding techniques can actually pull you back into the present moment. So it might disrupt a flashback memory or give us a resource to utilize in the moment to pull our focus. Rather than thinking about something that might be disrupting us or being in a flashback moment, we are going to reconvene with ourselves, look around the room or hear something or taste something or smell something or touch something and we are going to be pulled back into this present moment. We're going to train ourselves how to use our senses in order to bring us into the here and now. We often forget sometimes when we utilize our senses throughout the day without even noticing. We breathe, we smell, we touch. There's so much stimulation going on around us that we don't often allow our brain to actually focus on one small detail. Our brain is receiving so much information. And if you feel like you're in a moment where you're having your thoughts take over your brain how are you paying attention to those sensory moments this technique will allow you to do that you've probably seen before you know oh this mindful eating technique which is essentially bringing your senses into the experience rather than just shoveling food in your mouth and being absent-minded and thinking about other things you're tuning into the taste you're tuning into the sense and that is similar to what we're going to be doing today In addition, we've probably heard somebody say, oh, that smell makes me think of high school. Maybe Abercrombie cologne makes you think of going into Abercrombie when you were in high school. And that may bring back positive or negative memories for you. So these sensory moments can actually take us back in time. I recently watched a story of Jillian Harris's where she talked about this candle that smells like cereal and it makes her think of her childhood. And I thought, yeah, we get pulled back in time when we hear something like a certain song, when we taste something, when we smell something, and when we see something. 
So it's really important to integrate these senses in more when we're finding that we cannot be in the here and now. And I don't always want us to go back in time or in the future with a smell or a sense and all that stuff, but it's really just pulling our focus in. So this is how the episode's going to go today. It's not going to be a super long one. It's just going to be me explaining how this technique works. So I'm going to list all of the steps and then I'm going to talk a little bit about each step. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to walk you through the practice. So it's not going to be similar to the meditation where I'm doing this the whole time. I would say listen to the instructions first and then decide if you want to do it with me. At the same time, I will allow some space to do the practice or if you want to take it on your own after I've explained it. So let's get started. For the purpose of this exact technique, there's usually five steps to the one I utilize. However, if I know that a certain client does not do well with smells or taste or some sort of sense, maybe touch, feeling, I won't integrate it in. So I want you to keep in mind throughout this episode, do you feel that sense is a safe one? And if it's not, perhaps you don't utilize it. This is supposed to be a technique that you're utilizing to bring you back into the here and now, but not take you into another flashback or a moment of trauma. So keeping that in mind, utilize these senses as you need to if you feel they're safe. So here are the senses. We're going to be seeing, we're going to be hearing, we're going to be feeling, we're going to be tasting, and we're going to be smelling. I always like to say if you have anything that you'd like to eat... (laughs) or taste, and you want to bring it into the space prior to starting this technique, that's great. Perhaps you have a candle or incense or something that you really love to smell. You can bring it into this space. Just thinking about this as a coping strategy. What would you have at your fingertips if you needed this in a moment? Sometimes people like to even bring in coffee where they're like, okay, this moment, I when I smell my coffee, it brings me into the present. So if you need a coffee, you know, have it on standby for for a little sniff. So the first step is going to be seeing. And as I walk you through this, I want you to ask yourself the following things. Is this useful for me? How do I feel about this sense? Does it bring me into the present moment? Do I feel like it's working? Do I feel like I'm getting in my own head? Is it distracting? So these are some of the things that I want you to consider when navigating what sense, if not all of them, work for you. So the first one is seeing. I'm going to have you look around the room and for the first round, we're going to do five things that you can see. And I really like to preface this by saying there is no right answer. You're not even answering to anyone. You're just looking around the room and giving yourself five things to say either internally or externally. You can say it out loud. You can say it inside. There's no wrong answer. For example, I'm looking around the room. I see a light. I see a coffee cup. I see a Kleenex box. I see my bed and I see my fan. There's five things. I had to tune into those objects in order to identify them. When I looked at my coffee, I thought I want to sip. That's a thought that comes with it and that's fine. But then I moved on. So identifying you can have a thought, you can have a feeling, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to stop there and fixate on that. Step number two, we're going to find five things that you can hear. Again, there's no right or wrong answer with this, and you don't have to hear any sounds in particular. 
Sometimes there may not even be five sounds, but just noticing what there is. So it could be the sound of a ticking clock, a car driving past outside, or your fan is on, or you have a sound machine blocking out your child in the other room. If you're working from home, you probably have that going on. Maybe you're listening to something else at the same time. You can hear some background music or your TV shows on. So notice if there's any other sounds and notice how it brings you in the here and now. In the third step, we're going to think about five things that we can feel. So we're going to notice the things we can feel. And in this moment, I know a lot of meditations that I'm going to be doing and that you've probably done is talking about your feelings inside and how your body feels like mind-body connection. But I'm talking more so about the external world rather than the internal. So what do I mean by that? Well, you might be able to feel the chair that you're sitting on. Maybe you can feel the sit bones, the heaviness. Maybe there's a breeze coming through your room or there's a draft. Or you feel your feet firmly flat on the floor. And the internal would be if I had said, you know, is your chest tight? Notice any tension? So we're really noticing how the external world is impacting our physical body. And our brain is constantly filtering things out, right? And in order for us to function, we don't always pay attention to those sensations, right? Our brain has to focus on certain tasks. And if we are overwhelmed by feelings of how our sit bones feel in the chair, we're not able to really focus and process. So this is taking us back to the basics and saying, how does this feel here and now? And allowing your brain to really just focus on one thing, turning off the noise of all of the thoughts that you've got going on that are pulling you out of the present moment and say, oh, this chair is really hard. (laughs) I wish it was more comfortable. So noticing things and naming five around you. Now, once you've done those first three steps, if you are able to, we're going to do the last two. So for step four, it's taste. If you have something close by, I mean, I absolutely love chocolate. I love peanut butter. I love coffee. So I really usually have something on my desk at all times. And if you feel comfortable to do so throughout the next steps, you would just eat whatever you have on hand. It doesn't have to be five things. It can just be one. But you're going to take about 20 to 30 seconds to really enjoy that thing that you're eating and taste it. And just really think about all of the notes that you're tasting. I mean, if you have a coffee, is it cold? Is it a nice coffee? Is it watery? Like noticing the details of what you're eating. If you have a peanut butter cup, is it salty? Is it sweet? You know, just going through the motions of what you're tasting and how good does it feel to have that yummy treat or whatever it is. And the last step would be smell. And I hesitate to do this sometimes because something can smell really bad. And that will bring you directly in the present moment and probably say, what on earth is that smell? Which might be helpful if you're really being pulled. I know for a lot of people, when they walk into a room and there's a smell that they don't enjoy, it's an immediate reaction. It pulls you right into the present and you're looking around thinking, what on earth is that? And sometimes you walk in a room and something smells really good, like some freshly baked cookies. And you're like, wow, right in the moment, where are those cookies? You're very present, right? So really thinking about that. 
perhaps having something on hand like a candle you love that doesn't have too much emotion attached to it because that will bring us into a different space of thinking about those things but perhaps you could even utilize a visualization if you don't have anything on hand you could say I'm going to pretend I can smell a fresh batch of cookies and what that kind of would feel like and and look like and smell like just bringing all of that into this moment taking a deep breath in and pretending that you can smell a fresh batch of cookies especially if there isn't any yummy smells in your air so those are the five different things and I want you to be really conscious of the fact that this is not an exercise where you require any judgment (laughs) that just is not helpful The whole purpose of this exercise is to be able to utilize your senses to pull you back in the present moment when you feel that you're not. So if you're experiencing maybe a headache or sensory reaction to anxiety, this is a great technique to utilize, but also understanding that you don't have to do all of these steps. So if your somatic response to anxiety is feeling nauseous, you don't want to do probably the taste or the smell. You really want to focus on the things you can see, the things you can hear, the things you can feel. And again, when you're going into the feeling, making sure that you're not going internal thinking, I'm nauseous, more so thinking, my feet are firmly pressed on the ground and my toes are really tight in these shoes. (laughs) So really noticing the external details. This is a practice that can happen anywhere. You can utilize this technique anywhere you are. It takes a few seconds to look around and identify five things. It takes a few seconds to feel something. Maybe your sweater's itchy and you're like, oh, that's itchy. Brings you back into the present moment. Name it. Name the sense. Name what you can see. Name what you can hear. So I really want to emphasize the fact that this is your technique. You can utilize it, modify it, make it as long or short as you want. And it's a trial and error. Try it out. See what works. See what doesn't work. And then switch it up. And if it's just one technique... And you need to say 10 different things you see. Do it. It's okay. The great thing about this is if we can't pull ourselves out in five steps, five things, we can go into the next step, which is basically counting down. So if I had somebody doing these maybe first three steps, maybe that's the only tangible thing. You're in a meeting and you don't have access to anything that you can eat or perhaps the smell is the same. You can just do the first three steps. What do I see? What do I hear? What do I feel? And you do five the first round, then four the second, and then three, and then two, and then one. And by the time you hit one, we're hoping that you're in a place where you're able to be more present. That is the goal. Or that you're out of whatever distressing moment or flashback or trauma or feeling of somatic response, anything that brings you into the here and now to say, I'm okay. Everything's okay. I either feel calm or I feel less fearful. I feel safe. I'm in this moment. I'm watching my children play. I'm engaging with them. I'm back. And if it doesn't work, either A, switch it up, Try a new way, take things out, add things in, or this technique doesn't work for you. And that's okay too. These are meant to assist you in moments. And if they are not helpful, and especially if they're taking away, don't do it. So this is the sensory grounding technique today. 
Now that you've heard the whole thing, what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk you through the steps as if you're doing them in the moment. I'm going to provide just 10 to 15 seconds between each one so that you can try it out. And then you can take this method and utilize it anytime you need to. I just thought it would be good to walk through it one time so that you can get an idea and just practice it with me to see if it's feeling good. So let's do it. Step one. Notice five things around you. Five things that you can see and name them. Say five things that you can hear. Five sounds that you can hear around you and name them. Notice five things that you can feel. Five things you can feel and name them. The next step is taste. If you have something that you can eat or drink, Do so now and name all of the flavors and notes that you can taste and savor this moment. And the last step, smell. What can you smell in the air? Breathe it in, exhale it out, and name it. Now when you finish this exercise, I encourage you to take a moment And if you'd like to, you can move on to four things, then three things, then two things, then one thing. And when you complete the exercise, I encourage you to take a moment to see how you feel after you've completed it. How do you feel ending the sensory grounding technique? Do you feel more calm, less fearful, less anxious, less overwhelmed, more present, more focused? Do you feel that you've been able to move through something? Is it still lingering there? Was there a sense that really stuck out to you as really helpful in that moment, more so than the others? Maybe that's your go-to sense. Just allowing yourself to do a check-in, a debrief after your grounding technique. And giving yourself some grace if you don't have the capability of doing it all and feeling present and that it takes some time. These things take practice, time, and effort. And if you are at limited capacity, your ability to do so and pull yourself in the present is a lot less. So I want you to give yourself some grace that if you're not fully present, that's okay. Just keep trying. Or this one doesn't work for you. 
and that's okay too. And if you still feel very overwhelmed, unable to be focused and grounded and really need support, it's important to reach out to someone, whether it be family, friends, or a psychotherapist to talk about these things because they would be more than happy to provide more techniques to you that might work. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that this grounding technique was helpful in some way. And in case someone hasn't already told you today, you are amazing. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.